Hey, what's up everybody? In this episode of the Social Chat podcast, we'll be talking about a subject that needs to be addressed. You're just looking for attention. Do you really need meds? Just think positively. I mean, you're making a big issue out of this. You really don't need a doctor for this. Pay attention to your words. These comments might actively damage someone's mental health. Did you know Globally, one in every seven 10 to 22-year-olds suffer from a mental condition. Failure to address teenage mental health concerns has long-term implications, hurting both physical and mental health in adulthood. To address this topic, we have Dr. Avinash Deshuza, a private practice consultant, psychiatrist, and psychotherapist in Mumbai. In addition to his psychiatric degree, he holds a master's in psychotherapy and counseling and an MPhil in psychology. and welcome to our podcast we are really excited to have you here well thank you so much for having me here okay sir uh, to begin what is the most common mental illness and what is driving the increase in adolescent mental health issues well uh, if you ask me i think uh, depression is and anxiety are the two most common psychiatric problems that we see in our practice and uh, who says that probably one in 3 people in the world are suffering from depression one in 5 people in the world are probably suffering from anxiety and uh, of course now post covid we've seen a spurt of cases during covid post covid uh, in anxiety and depression and a lot more people have come forward to seek help So according to me I think depression and anxiety are the two most common disorders that we see this would of course be followed by disorders like substance use or schizophrenia for that matter and uh, mental health issues are definitely on the rise we are seeing far more cases now than we ever saw before Yeah correct I think the pandemic really increased the cases that had t- started taking place Yes I mean what has happened is during covid there's been a surge in cases the availability of online treatment has led to a lot of people seeking help and apart from that what's also happened is that because uh people have sought help from their homes they've not had to go to a clinic more people have had access to mental health care Correct yes so since we have mentioned what are the common mental illnesses Some kids are unaware that they are suffering from a mental illness or you know they refuse to admit it. So what are some symptoms that one may be suffering from a mental illness? Well so if you have kids who you feel are not able to focus on their academics, you have kids who are not laughing and chirpy and bubbly as they were, you have kids who become very sensitive, you have kids who become very upset, you have kids who probably are you know feeling a little lost they are confused they are anxious they get aggressive uh, they don't like to go out with their friends they don't like to do things that they used to do before or probably overall you see a change in personality then these are probably the first signs of a mental illness that is ensuing and it's very important that they probably visit a counselor and get themselves evaluated so that if there is a problem then they are able to seek help for the same Well sir what you said is pretty accurate i would say uh, well so to continue um, there's a myth actually that we've all heard about um, 
it it will take decades for an year for indian parents to understand poor mental health is a big issue for teenagers they say that they have mood swings caused by hormonal fluctuations so what's your take on this myth well i think parents love their children a lot but they're always in denial when it comes to a child having a psychiatric problem so the concern is that they always feel that no my child can't be psychiatrically ill or psychologically disturbed the focus is so much on children's academics personal life social life that the focus has shifted to that and mental health has taken a back seat and we've been telling parents for decades that your child's mental health is far more important than their grades but somehow parents want to focus on grades far more the reluctance to visit a psychiatrist is always there the stigma associated with visiting a psychiatrist is always there so i think those reluctances add up and particularly if the patient is a child it's all the more difficult correct very correct i feel uh, schools colleges should you know really start making the parents aware of this that a child may need mental help i i agree totally because we have it's mandatory in schools now to have at least a school counselor so that children have someone to go to if they feel upset stressed distressed it's very important that they have that window to contact someone and if it's happening within the school premises there's nothing like it correct very correct so you know now that gender role and gender is playing such a big role in the world right now and it's such a major topic what role does gender play on mental health well i think uh, mental health is seen in all genders so you do see it in men women third gender it's seen everywhere but what's very very important is that the causative factors may be slightly different women may have their own stresses women have the added addition of hormonal changes which are different from men the menstrual cycle the premenstrual period the menopausal period i mean in older women of course but in younger girls the menstrual period the perimenstrual period is something which is unique for uh, girls and women itself but if you look at boys i think the stresses again of puberty the hormones are different apart from that aggression and aggressive behavior may be far more common in boys acting out may be far more common in boys whereas you may see an element of depression and anxiety which is far more common in girls uh, even disorders like attention deficit disorder is far more common in boys than girls yes i think you know this is something that really needed to be cleared because a lot of people at even at this stage we've come so far but many people don't understand the differences in mental health with the genders no that's that's very true in fact um a girl child falling ill is always more stigmatic people think others will come to know what will people say it will probably affect her future career it's a little more open when it comes to boys but of course both gender both the genders are equally affected correct well so uh, after discussing all this how can one help themselves you know while suffering from mental illness and also um, why is treating mental health important well i think the first step is that they have to seek help so they must go and visit a counselor they must go and visit a psychiatrist if needed 
they must get themselves evaluated there's no shame in visiting a counselor there's no stigma in visiting a counselor they must be ready to seek help for their problems and if the counselor feels it warrants medical attention they have to listen to him or her and seek that help mental health is very important because our physical health is dependent on it our mind our brain our sleep our activities everything that we do is highly dependent upon their on mental health so if mental health is affected a lot of parameters go haywire uh you said something in between that mental health affects physical health could you uh, elaborate on that yes so people who have mental health issues may have sleep problems sleep problems could lead to joint pains headaches migraines it could lead to lethargy fatigue it could lead to acidity constipation it could lead to anger irritability so there are multiple things that can happen correct yeah i think you know many people do not even realize that um, these things they are going through is because maybe they are suffering from some mental health issue and many people don't realize you know how important it is it is to open up well i think yes i mean very often you know there are myths that if i go to a counselor i'll be diagnosed i'll be labeled i'll be named but it's very important to understand that going to a counselor you will have a third party neutral person who's not going to be judgmental about your problems but rather help you explore ways and means to overcome them so there's no harm in opening up to someone who's a total stranger well um how can one even open up you know without being scared though like i mean everybody is often scared of everything around them right and it's just you know hard for them to open up so what are some tips on your behalf so i think when you go to meet a counselor talk to the counselor build a bit of rapport first before you open up you can't just go and start talking about your problem you will talk about a few general things and slowly when you feel comfortable with the counselor you would probably open up write down what you want to discuss so that you don't miss any points discuss the most important points discuss what the behavior is discuss what are the issues worrying you and most importantly don't lie don't minimize the problem don't maximize it either but discuss what is as is because that's i think very important correct very true so with this we come to an end with our episode stay tuned for upcoming content and thank you so much sir for being with us on this episode and being through this entire journey thank you so much all the best thank you so much well sir i must say it's it's been amazing to have you here what you said is just it's it's hard thank you thank you so much yeah. well anyways um stay healthy pass on the good vibes and take care of your mental health and don't forget to follow us on our social media handles which will be linked down below